0: You started your business to help others. Somewhere along the way, you lost the capability of doing it on your own. Imagine how much different your business would be with an extra $10,000. Would you pay your rent? Would you buy new equipment? Would you pay your coaches more? Would you pay yourself? What if you could do that and donate to others? We started our business to help you. Finally, a, a payment solution for the micro gym space. We are proud to introduce you to WheelPay, a platform that allows you to both save money and be generous. With giving partners like the Phoenix, the Navy Seal Foundation, the Green Beret Project, and other charitable organizations, you can trust that your donations will make a massive difference in the lives of others. Saving has never been easier. Giving has never been easier. Pay better, do better, pay. and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day.
1: This is a hot topic, something you and I have discussed, mostly me listening to you yell and scream and rant, and <laughs> I'm sick of it. Now so people gonna, are intrigued. <laughs> so now I'm going to allow you to do it you know, in a public forum. But
2: A public forum. Th-
1: I'm going to let you kind of kick it off. We're going to talk off,
2: politics and religion, everybody. Politics and religion. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, and let's throw a little nutrition in there. But <laughs> this is a this is a, something that drives both you and I crazy, as well as really anyone that's doing a good job with their box. And i got to be honest, I was bad about this in the early days. I've talked about it in my book, uh, Best Hour of Their Day, that I had a coach leave me. And I I lost my cool. I lost my mind. And while that's not necessarily always the same when there's a box down the road, oftentimes it is your coach. So how you handle that scenario is one thing, but broader, bigger picture is stop worrying about the box down the road. uh,
2: This is something I was very good at as an athlete, was not worrying about the other team.
1: When you were playing D1 Uh, basketball?
2: No, when I was playing Tiddlywinks as a child. The... i was a hops i would you didn't know I was a hopscotch champion did you
1: I, I i've googled it i've seen it
2: yeah, yeah yeah everybody google that and if you google that and find that that'd be hilarious because we're trying true.
1: to Is we're it... working on finding the evidence of the 2012 regional still i don't the, the more I, I try to research I, i'm katie, doubting you were there
2: katie asked me that oh no the leaderboard exists so you can find it well, katie asked me that and i was just like i i'm not big on like photos and videos and shit like i just don't record those things i don't care no, i just you uh, just happen to have a
1: three-pointer from your g1 days 20 years ago no no Hold no on.
2: my dad my dad sent that in a group text and he was like he was like hey look what i found i have to go back and look at like where he uh where he found it and i thought it was funny what i thought was funny was so uh, people saw that but like but nobody was listening to the like i don't remember that play i don't care yes i made a three-pointer i made hundreds of three-pointers in my career it's like it's not special well, no big deal. what's funny What's funny is if you listen to the announcer, the announcer is taking a huge dump on us as he's calling the game.
1: <laughs> I just heard Fern, you know, he, he gave you a big shout out. That was impressive.
2: Well, no, no, because that's his job is because those are, these are radio announcers. So they have to give the play by play. But right before that, he's basically talking about how our coach probably wishes he was at his son's basketball game rather than coaching us at the moment, which I was dying laughing. <laughs> Because, so this is, uh, this is a funny story. So when he made that quote in the call, I very specifically remembered what game that was only because of what the, what the announcer said. So, cause he was just something had happened and we hadn't scored in like six minutes coming out of the second half.
1: But that's a long but, time.
2: It's a very long time in basketball. It is particularly a fast paced game like basketball. <clears throat> and we had been, Playing like shit in the first half, and our coach was kind of a crazy person. He got fired at in the, in the end of my, the middle of my senior year, and then stayed on, which was even worse. But he was like, he would t- he would do all sorts of shit that didn't make sense. And he at halftime, he was he was ranting, and then all of a sudden he just like randomly asked, who wanted to play? <laughs> Who wants to play who wants to be here? who wants to play and me i was all i'm always quick on the draw and everything i just like i raised my hand and he was like you you're starting the second half and then all of a sudden everybody realized that that was their opportunity to play and then people's hands started shooting <laughs> off so he, he picked the starting five for the second half by show of hands on the question of who wants to play and um and i'm pretty sure we lost that game but that was one of the many asinine things that that guy did that made no sense and um i did not enjoy playing for him but anyway um back to rants i could rant about that all day um yeah so i was what i was saying was this was i was i was good at not paying attention in this i learned this like playing for my dad and being a lot, around a lot of coaches and then i was awful at not paying attention to other people when i first started running my gym i was consistently worried and constantly worried about Everything everybody else did. I'm like, what well, they did something their prices, like they uh, using the programming, like they're doing the same programming that we are, like all of that nonsense, thinking that somehow it had an impact on me.
1: So let me ask you this: When you opened, it was 2009, right? Correct. How many boxes were around you?
2: Um, let's see. What well, was the other thing? I don't. I actually don't know. I think there's like twenty something in Virginia Beach now.
1: Yeah, but there were think. back in oh9
2: There's probably. Let's see. There was in Virginia Beach and around me is a loose, a loose statement too. Like Virginia Beach is big.
1: I'd say um, like within a ten to twenty minute driving radius.
2: Probably probably eight to ten.
1: Eight yeah, to 10. but you know, and it's one thing nowadays. Boxes are opening, and they are one of those boxes. That other ones are concerned with. Back when you and I started, especially, I mean, when I started, there was no one. I was the only box in all of upstate New York. I think the closest one was 30 miles away in any direction. And then all reason—that's
2: the the only reason your gym did well. You had no option.
1: There's a fine line between you know lucky and smart, right? Um, Definitely played a role. You know, people. You know, what's the? um, It's like finding uh, uh, luck or a thing. Yeah, it's outliers, right? If you read the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, it's like you gotta you come in the right place, at the right time. And I definitely did that. But all of the boxes that are started to open, oh eight, oh nine, ten, et cetera, were all either my coaches or members. And you know, it it was hard not to concern myself with them more because it was personal. Nowadays, and you know, I learned my lessons and we preach this to our clients. Like if a coach is opening from you, assuming they're doing it the right way, you know, letting you know. Not trying to poach members, not doing anything shady, support them. You know, I guess right. if, if we, we were just had, give we a... just,
2: we just, we have a client who literally just did that. She's leaving her box and the gym that she left, they did it on good terms. They, they, exactly what you said, they threw her a party.
1: You're talking about
2: Nina? Right. And they supported her going to start her own endeavor. And that is the way that it should happen. But, and it works. That is.
1: It works both ways. We, if you're a box owner, we, we, we encourage you to support them. But in this, in this case, she was the coach, and we encouraged her to do it right. And because of that, she's just off to the races in a in a very great way. And you know what, a box, you leave your coach, et etc. You're going to take five, ten people accidentally, right? Not even accident. You know, that's just the nature of the beast. Whether it's your prices, whether it's where you're located, whether it's just your your time of classes are better. They just prefer you as a coach, but big picture. And this is a life lesson that I've slowly learned and you're way better at it than I am, which is like, stop giving a shit about what other people do or think.
2: It just doesn't matter. It doesn't have any impact. So here's what I think is more helpful. Number one, it's just like, yes, stop worrying about it, but it's worth unpacking why we feel that way. Right. So like, Why are people so we have this feeling because we think people are gonna leave?
1: That's really what yeah. When when my coach just left, I was instead of being happy like here's how I should have looked at it. Wow, I created something that someone that joined passed out, mind you, on her very first workout at my box, is now married somebody from my box, they met at the box, has children. And I got angry, like, why should I not have looked at it as I created something that someone else wanted to have in a similar fashion? Like, look what I did out of nothing, created this business, and now somebody else saw it and wants that in their life. And by the way, she's opening in a town over, like, it wasn't like down the road. It was like a 15 minute, you know, I was in Albany, she opened in Troy, which for the, it's like, you know... Not somewhere you would commute if you didn't already live right. in Troy. It's like a you know? different and,
2: continent when you're talking about that yeah, area. And
1: I was just such an asshole about it, and it cost us our friendship for quite a few years. Now we, you know, we she we have a great relationship again, but it but it took some some work to get there.
2: So, a that's a kind of a scarcity mindset which we should recognize. Big time. right. Right, which we just have to like acknowledge it and just say, oh my God, that's a feeling. Like, why am I feeling that way? My feel, And I'm feeling that way because I think they're going to leave. And so if you want to know how to fix your business, like this, just walk through this scenario right here. Where Like, wh- like where should you go? So uh, there's a gym that opens up down the street and suddenly I get anxiety because I feel like people are going to leave. And then I'm like, why would people leave? And it's because Jim, Jim, Joe Schmo, CrossFit better than mine. It has... X, Y, or Z, right? That you may or may not have. So then the question is, why don't you have that? Why don't you have that class time? Why don't you have that? Uh what else can we put in there? Why don't you have new barbells? Why don't you have more coaches? Why, why don't your bathrooms clean?
1: You why aren't know, your bathrooms clean?
2: Right? Like why why don't you have any of those things? And the point of bringing all those pro to bring all those things up is because like, because you have control of all of that stuff. So fix it rather than worrying about people are going to leave. We want you to be proactive about it. Like if people were going to leave, why would they leave? Like what, if I could pop up the world's most awesome gym, 200 feet away from mine that had everything, would they leave? And why? Cool. Just make your gym, that gym.
1: Well, it's like coach Glassman said, if, if you're concerned or if people are actually leaving for the box down the road, we talked about this on a recent episode, 99% of the time, it's simply because they're having more fun. Like most likely, based on what you said, someone's leaving, whether it's a coach or a member and popping up their own box, it's not going to be like the Mecca of CrossFit. right? No, it's, gonna it's, be- a, it's a,
2: it's a, spin, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a spinoff of your thing right? So it'll contain a lot of the things that you have there. It'll be a slightly different flavor and it'll have a lot of the same broken things that you have. And the reason they're leaving is because it's broken.
1: Well, they're leaving because it's broken or in a positive way, they're leaving because you've shown them, Hey, I can do this too. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I, it was coach Glassman, but also there used to be a woman named Lisbeth Darsh. You remember Lisbeth?
2: Yep. She used to write a blog.
1: Yeah, she used to, you know, there used to be an affiliate section on on CrossFit.com. And she used to say, she told me this, she's like, Coach Glassman doesn't look at the successful boxes as the ones that are making the most money or sending people to the games. He looks at the successful boxes based on how many affiliates are opening from them. And it it truly is, it should be recognized as something that makes you successful. And also you should be proud of, because again, if you're doing a good job, now, this was five, six, seven, ten 10 years ago. <laughs> Nowadays, you can pay someone 50, 60 grand, as we discussed on a recent episode as well. So maybe they're not leaving as much. Back then, it was kind of like the, the one coach model where people do have to leave to make money. Nowadays, we're providing jobs for these coaches. So maybe you're not seeing it as much. And I think we are talking about two things. We're talking about one the blanket statement of stop worrying about the box down the road but two also how you handle when someone leaves to do their own thing be it down the road or anywhere
2: right so this is kind of like the i call it the bill parcells effect right so this is a Pushy. hockey. this is a yeah this is a hockey analogy jay no it's not hockey it's football but if you look at the lineage from bill parcells in, the Bears. In a, in
1: a, is he the bears. god
2: damn it you are the worst at this on like the the bears I, guy. i'm in i'm quite literally embarrassed to know you the Sitka, if,
1: Sitka. If you,
2: if you, <laughs> that, there you go you got it right dub <laughs> bears um the uh so if you look at the lineage of coaches that coached and started with bill parcells and then went on to become head coaches same thing if you look at guys like my mike sheshevsky mike from duke in basketball um it's incredible. Like the number of head coaches that started under him and then went on to do their own things. That is cool. That's what I think you should be. I've written a blog about this. So that's what I think you should be shooting for is across. Oh, I wrote a book.
1: Congrats.
2: That's basically as good as a blog. The, <laughs> the uh, that's, that's what you should be shooting for is, is again, going back to what we re- referenced the other day, which is like creating opportunity for people. I do want my affiliate to be quite like a leap frog or a leap pad for somebody to jump off to something better potentially or have the ability to stay there if they love it so much the whole thing is just like i want people to leave on agreed upon terms not because they're unhappy or they think i suck or i haven't addressed that their needs or their fears same thing with the members if they're leaving it's because you haven't addressed what it is that they want so if they want more class times figure out how to do it. And they're like, we're not going to expand because we don't have enough people. Well, grow the business. If that's what they want, like figure out how to do that. Like figure out like what marketing campaigns that you're going to be running, like figure out how to design your referral program. You know, well, they have better coaches. Why do they have better coaches? Well, because they can pay them full-time. Why can't you pay your coaches for full-time you know, wages in order to work at your gym? Well, because we don't have enough revenue. Well, then we need to grow the business. Because all of that, it all feeds into itself. So, and this is why people are worried about other things is because it, the, well, the real problem is they're worried about other things rather than fixing their broken thing.
1: I, I love it. I think that's a fantastic idea. If if look, if you own a box, I don't care who you are, you've concerned yourself whether in the past or right now with what's going on in the other three, five, ten boxes around you. Stop and write down that list. Why are people leaving? Like do the research. First of all, you know, maybe people aren't even leaving to go there. You have to, you have to figure that out. If someone leaves, are you doing exit interviews? Right, something we talk about? Right. Like, are you finding out? Why are they out? upset? Right, maybe they're truly leaving. Hey, uh, we moved and that box happens to be closer. They have a 5.30 a.m., which works a little bit better for my schedule. They have daycare so I can drop the kids off. Cool. Now you're seeing why they're leaving. And like Fern is saying, stop just thinking about the problems. Stop thinking about the drunken monkeys, if you will, and start thinking about the solutions. Cool, they have daycare. Do I even want daycare? Is it worth, hey, we lost three people because the box down the road has daycare. Guess what? If we started to do day- daycare, we'd have to you know, figure out a waiver for it. We'd have to pay some teenage person to do it. We'd have a higher liability. Maybe it's not even worth it. You look at the three members right. you lose, and you're losing $450, $600 for the month, daycare may cost you well beyond that. Like, it's, it's easy to just sit there and bitch and moan and complain. Well,
2: and then there's also following questions that, which is like, why is that so devastating to you? Do you want to lose them? No, nobody, we no, nobody wants to lose a member. But am I staying up at night because three people left the gym? Why? Like, why is the p so tight? Why are you not running a profit margin? Like, what is going on there that this random, like, thing that it, quite frankly, is pretty small in nature, like, a couple people left. Okay. Why did they leave? And then why am I not bringing in more people than left? Right? And then is that happening consistently? Have I pinpointed that, like, we have these people leave for these reasons on this time frame just systematically on whatever we kind of figured out this timeline is? Fix it. This is what drives me insane about this whole topic just build your business, right? Build your affiliate, build your box, build your community such that people don't ever want to leave and they have FOMO about leaving. Build that thing, man. Like just do that shit. Figure it out. And if you don't want to talk to us about it, talk to somebody, make it up, write it on a dry race board. I don't care, but stop worrying about those other people and start drawing up your playbook, start drawing your vision, start doing in your gym. Don't talk to me about the gym down the street when the toilet paper is out in the bathroom.
1: And, you know, at the same time, what are you doing to protect yourself from that? Right. Obviously, yeah, do all these things right don't make rash decisions for example they do have a nursery and all of a sudden you're buying you know baby gates and whatnot because you think that's what you need because maybe that's not what you want when i had my box and people were potentially going to leave to go other boxes i didn't decide to do a nursery because i knew that wasn't part of the demographic right. and my brand hero i didn't have my brand hero weren't 40 and 50 year old people with kids it was the 20 and 30 year olds who want to come in and have a good time so you, you shouldn't be everything to everyone, and you need to still focus on what makes you tick, what makes you happy, and, and what your vision is. Now, other things you should be doing, Do, you know, are people leaving with five days notice because you haven't pr- asked for a cancellation policy? You don't have contracts in place. If you had contracts in place, cool, guess what? No one's leaving.
2: Well, they can still leave, right? But it, it is a kind. Of, we could kind of put it in the retention pool or retention tool bucket. But that's that's not how you solve your problem. It is it is a small piece of retention, right? Like yeah, we're not we trying say, to
1: trap people and keep no, them hostage. As absolutely members, but, not.
2: But, like that's gross. But the point is, is just like you. Stop focusing there every second or every word of a conversation of a rant or complaining or bitching or whining or moaning that you spend worrying about this gym down the street, who, by the way, probably does not have it together either, right is one second or one hour or one day of time that you have neglected your business and your members. So don't do it. What and I'll kind of give everybody like the way I look at this, like here, like within the staff, we call it widening the gap. Our sole goal is to widen the gap between us and everybody else. And some of those gaps are very small. Some of them are bigger. The point is I'm not trying to dump on another business. So what we're also not promoting is that like you win at the expense of everybody else losing, Right. So I don't want my zero sum game. Right. This isn't where like my gym wins because I do dirty shit to these other gyms. Like, no, just run faster. Right. Like figure out how to widen the gap. And at some point, maybe the gap is so wide that nobody even talks about leaving. They're just like, why would I ever leave this affiliate? Like there's nothing even close. Figure out all the things that, that would present that scenario and start chipping away. And full disclosure, it might take you five years, but guess what? This is a long game. This is the infinite game, as Simon Sinek likes it. It's just like it's the infinite game. There is no winning or losing. There's just either progress or digressing. So figure it out and start chipping away. I was just I was thinking I was like I was watching a uh, like uh, Have you seen that um, that video of Tosh on YouTube? The hard way
1: uh maybe i don't know it's
2: a video i think rogue did it but it's a really cool video and he just kind of oh, yeah yeah, from rogue,
1: I it, think. yeah
2: it's just it's just a video of like it's probably like 13 minutes something like that but it's just like it's a video of like tosh going out in the woods and chopping down a fucking tree and then carrying it home the whole tree right and he goes through and he's kind of like there's a couple scenes in there he's like at night he's just like he's getting frustrated he's just like i just remember he's just, just like here you know chop 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 just just keep swinging the axe you're going to miss sometimes. You're going to miscalculate. You're going to have a couple steps backwards. It's fine. Just keep chopping the axe and figuring out how to widen the gap between you and whoever you think is chasing you. And if you, have, and if you don't know what to chase, make up an imaginary person to chase after. That's what I do because I'm a fucking crazy person, right? There's an imaginary gym out there that's the greatest gym on earth. That's who I'm chasing, which if everybody else wants to come along, fantastic. You're welcome. Join the ride. And if you don't, also cool. I'm not mad at you but chase something. What you'll be shocked is the amount of people that you will leave behind will be the majority. Stop worrying about those people, right? Like they're going to leave my gym because they have X class. I'm like, put that class in or just make your classes so awesome that nobody cares what time they are. They just rearrange their entire life around coming to your classes.
1: Yeah, and first of all, you referenced a great book by Simon Sinek, Infinite Game, very much all about this and the scarcity mindset. And and obviously- uh, seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey addresses this and in the abundance and scarcity, but, you know, don't think for a second, you're, you're bitching and moaning you're talking about this and it doesn't impact a, your coaching staff and b your membership. Cause you know, if, if you're confident in your product and what you're putting out there, you're, your members feel that they they sense it they understand it that's why they're coming in and if they hear you bitch and moan no one likes to listen to that and it makes them second guess and question like wait a sec why is he concerned with this other box what are they doing should i check that other box out i had no i didn't even know another box existed i mean it's one of those scenarios too right like 90% of your members find your crossfit they show up and that's really all they do they're not going to crossfit.com. They're not checking other affiliates. They're just happy to be coming in. This is their home. So you're just opening that door of, hey, go check out. Like I'm I'm complaining. I'm worried about these other boxes. Cool. Right. Who are they?
2: So like Lindsay and Cassidy were working a seminar locally here at another gym. I've never been there. Uh, and it's in the area. It's not far from here, but there's like a ton of gyms in the area. So, but I've never been there. And she was like, this gym is nice. And I was like, great. And she's like, I was just talking to the And he said, they just closed in the building. And I'm like, good for that guy good. Good. I need to buy my building. I'm not like mad. I'm like, Oh my God, is that how he's going to beat us? Cause he bought his building. I'm like, I don't care. Good for that guy. That shit's hard to do. Congratulations. You did it. Now I'm going to try to do it. I am trying to do it. Stop worrying about that shit. Figure out your own stuff, right? Because it, you're not, what you're doing is not addressing the problem, right? What you're doing is forfeiting control of the entire thing. Like you're worried because people are going to leave because your thing is broken. And because by worrying about what other people have, you're not fixing the broken thing, whatever it might be, whether it's class time, whether it's coaches, whether the bathroom needs to be clean, whether the pricing structure is jacked up, whether you don't do any events, whether the programming is a mess, like whatever, name it, throw it in the bucket, address it, fix it, then move to the next thing that somebody could potentially leave your affiliate for.
1: If you approach affiliate ownership with that abundance mentality, you'll very quickly realize that it comes back to you. The amount of time I spent being concerned and worried about other boxes, it was just a complete waste of time. And it provided no value in my life, only stress. And really over the years, what I learned was the more boxes, the more people that are doing CrossFit, the more people right. that are doing CrossFit, the more people are going to come to you because for the same reason, I've, I've seen this happen countless times. Okay. I joined the box down the road, you know, call it, Albany CrossFit 2 and then I did find out you know uh, that there was this bigger thing and there's other affiliates and my buddy wanted to join a CrossFit and my box was too far or my box didn't have the class they wanted to go to and I said oh there's one by you right so people are going to talk to their friends that live closer to your box we're not competing with other affiliates we're competing with the millions of people that don't do anything right now. We're yeah, competing, competing with, the with sedentary gyms. people. And, and we're competing with the global gyms that are providing all of the equipment you need to do CrossFit. If you go to a global gym these days, there's bumper plates, there's a Leco bars. They have better equipment than you have at your box. What they don't have is coaching. What they don't have is a community. And what, you know, what they don't have is just a bunch of like-minded people that drive them to come in every day and be better. That's what we're competing with, the 9.99 to do CrossFit on your own. So it's, if you open near a box or a box opens near you, talk to them, become friendly with them, find out what you can do to grow the CrossFit community in your area, because ultimately the more people that CrossFit, the more people that CrossFit. And assuming you're not completely, you know, doing a terrible job at your box, bulk of those people are going to wind up coming to you as well.
2: If you think about most affiliates, like when there's a falling out, it's because the members, for whatever reason, get mad at somebody, right? So if you just keep relationships intact, that alone is a pretty significant safety net with regard to this, because people are like, no, no, I'm loyal to Jay. Right. Like, or I just like, I feel sorry for short people. So I'm never going to leave his gym. Like, I don't know, whatever. We only right.
1: accepted people under five, six of my books.
2: Right. This is a whole population out there. We serve uh, quite literally the underserved population. No, the um, So, you know, keep those relationships. Can, why are they upset? Are they upset because there's been something that has been uh, bothering them forever and you have not addressed it? You know, so and people get upset and the reality is like you have control over all of this what you've done is you've arbitrarily shifted blame to this other thing or this other person who's not doing anything to you who's also just trying to do something good and have now made them the bad guy because you aren't paying attention so stop doing that right it's just like the other the other thing that it almost inevitably always leads to is this old, the blind leading the blind thing is somebody over there is doing something. I'm afraid that that is going to have my members leave. So subsequently I make a terrible decision out of fear that makes it worse.
1: Yeah. like gonna sh- I'm going to put a new, schedule. I'm going to
2: change my class schedule and be like, nobody was leaving anyway. Like, why would you do that?
1: Right. We're going to go with different programming. We're going to have open gym every hour that we're open and now we have to pay somebody to be there or it's just additional stress and time, et cetera. My well, buddy have a 24
2: is, hour access. We have to, we should, now we have to get 24 hours. I'm like, why? I'm like, do you have, yeah. you have the money to pay for that? Like what, like what is that going to do to your insurance? What do we, are, what are you going to do now? The equipment's going to break at a faster rate. Do you have a cleaning crew that's going to come in? No, you're just like that gym down there has 24 access. All of our members are going to leave because they want that. And I'm like, no, no, they're not.
1: So my buddy Chad, who introduced me to CrossFit, used to say, When you point one finger at somebody else, three are pointing right back at you.
2: It's true. That's what they tell little kids.
1: Yeah. So rather than, worry, I mean, that really just is a, is a watered down way of saying, stop worrying about everybody else. So, with that being said, I like the idea. Hey, you're worried about the box down the road. Cool. Let's come up with a list. Let's figure out why you're worried about them. And let's figure out what of those things you can do. What of those things you can control?
2: Yeah, because that's, that's how you get people to not leave.
1: Exactly. And, and then beyond that, you want to get people not to leave, just provide the experience, be a better coach, have a better coaching staff, have a retention plan, all of these things. What events are you putting on? You know, We talk about the fact that community isn't what you're selling, but yes, community is vital to your box and if you you know all of you that would say hey stay. that's why people stay in the same boxes that are saying I'm, I'm concerned about the box on the road or the same boxes that are saying they have a great community it's like well if you're worried they're going to leave because some new guy opens down the road do you really have a great community probably not
0: so you never miss an episode of the podcast subscribe to our youtube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day see you next time